Good morning. It is November already. So we got a rain out on yesterday's free play. So we'll just bring that one back and we'll do another one as well. Just to be fair. There is a little bit of a change in this game. You have Ranger Suarez pitching now instead of Thor Syndergaard. That is an advantage for the Phillies in this series to have Syndergaard off the game three. It is an advantage in this game because now the Astros are minus 125. However, the Astros do knock the cover off the ball versus lefties. They're about 80% uh, win rate against lefties. So that is a solid play. Again, we'll see relievers in this game probably pretty quick on both sides. Although I do think, and I said yesterday, I thought that we could get six innings out of Houston with his... With his curveball there, <clears throat> I'm not sure that uh, Philly will have the best of luck there with Lance McCullers, but I do like Houston again. I like him for half the bet on the money line now at minus 125. And the other is the, is the repeat of yesterday. So what that yesterday bet was was Houston plus one and a half because Phillies are playing inspired baseball right now. They could pull this out at home. Maybe they win by more than one and a half. There's no locks in these games. There's no lock in any sport. I sure do like Houston to keep it within one. Possibly Philly, Philly uh, wins this at the end of a bottom of the ninth or extra innings. Possibly. I like it under 11 and a half. Extra innings would probably hurt us pretty bad there because it could be one of those one-to-one, one-to-one, two-to-one situation. You never know. I, I don't, I'm not necessarily calling for extra innings in this game. And then we're going to pair that up with Phillies to get just one run, over half of a run, one run or more. And we'll get 110, minus 110 in this game. So half of it is on Houston just to win. And you don't have to worry about how they win. Just win, baby, as Al Davis used to say, or said once, and then was repeated 5,000 times after that. And then we have the other half on Houston plus that extra. Now, I do have four hockey games that have pretty good value. Those will be available on our Patreon page. You can check out score projections on Patreon. I appreciate it if you did that. If not, check out these free bets and I'm good if you're good. We have a lean on a live play in the NBA that'll be posted on Patreon. So we've got that and the four hockey games. And now we'll give you a college football game. We're going to look at a Mac game here, Ball State at Kent State. This is an interesting one. The odds makers are giving Kent State a lot of schedule strength, credibility, for good reason, because they played three horses in the beginning. They played Georgia, Oklahoma, and Washington. They weren't necessarily embarrassed in those games. Uh, let's see. Well, they lost Oklahoma by 30 on the road. They actually lost by only 17 at Georgia, covering a 44.5-point spread. They didn't quite cover against Washington, losing by 25, missed it by a point and a half. Meanwhile, uh, Ball State did play a real team. They played Tennessee on the road and lost by 49 points. For the most part, we need to look more at recent service, recent performance. Ball State playing Georgia Southern, Northern Illinois, Central Michigan, Connecticut, and Eastern Michigan in the last five games. Kent State, we're going to have to look at the last four because Georgia was in there. Ohio, Miami, Ohio, Toledo, and Akron. So now we're getting in the conference slate there. And when push comes to shove, there's not as much difference here as we want to see for Kent State 
giving up a touchdown. And that's moved up from three and a half to seven, which is probably fair for the Mac. It's, it's, there's not a lot of reasons to expect Ball State to cover, at least on the surface, to cover seven points. So giving the home, home team seven, taking away, you know, giving them a seven point on, on that spread as a seven point favorite, that's probably fair. That being said, I don't know that that's how it ends up. I think this game is being substantially closer than that. I look at this as 30 to 29 Kent State with a range of scoring from both teams between 47 and 73. I look at Kent State as a 14 point better team in the best case scenario for them, but Ball State's not far behind that as a 12 point favorite on their own, on the road. So I'm going to take Ball State plus 14 and a half points. So we're getting two touchdowns and the hook. And we'll take it under 72 and a half in the same game parlay. Got to pay minus 120, which is a standard teaser price. And again, you need to shop around because if you're taking a standard teaser on this, you're only getting six points. You're not going to get the full seven and the 10 on the total. So you're looking more like uh, DraftKings, BetMGM on this one. There's some other books out there that'll do it for you, but you have to be a little more shop uh, shopping aware to get your best lines. Would the six points do us on either side? Probably, but I can't figure out why I would take probably if I can get an extra field goal on the on the uh, total and an extra point, or that be a two point conversion and a missed extra point. Somehow that extra point comes into play. I want that. I'll take that. So that that is what the play is, is Ball State plus 14 and a half and under 72 and a half. Good luck, guys. And again, if you're looking for the rest of the picks, Patreon, score projections. Got a subscription model over there. Very cheap, less than a buck a day. So you can't even, I don't even know what you can get for a dollar a day anymore. I don't think you can get anything for a dollar a day. All right, good luck.